Meanwhile, at Mikhail's secret lair, the Chronicler and Mikhail conspire on what to do with the brainwashed Colossus. I followed your command, Mikhail, using my talent and my power to write Piotr's actions and make them real. I've put too much time into him. If I just stop, he might too. Well, then what would you have us do? How would you like to end this story, Chronicler? Oh my God, I am so glad you asked because like now that he's here, I have like a whole bunch of new ideas. Okay, let me get out my pen. All right, so then with his chest heaving, Piotr just takes off his shirt and then he sees the Chronicle standing, writing about him and then he whisks him away and then unzips his pants and pulls out his raging Whoa, 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 Oh my God, I'm busy. Stop right there, stop right there. What? I don't want any story with my brother unzipping his pants. What else do you have? Okay, so he turns around and he rips a hole in the back of his... Uh, jeans, and then he opens up Whoa. his his puckered rosebud as I take Whoa, out net, my net, own turgid member. Net, net. Oh, okay. I know what, what a rosebud is. Yet. Okay. Alright, fine. Okay, if it's not about me, then I'm just right about something else. Okay. And then Good. that's when Piotr realized he couldn't hold back with the forbidden love. Not homosexuality, Ooh. but incest. That's right. He's in love with his brother, Mikhail. So he takes oh, him and n- n- sweeps yet, him up yet, by the yet, arms yet, and starts yet, sticking yet, his tongue yet, in. Yet, what? Yet, what? Yet. We did that already. Oh, my God. <laughs> the end. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Comic Book Queers, episode 273, CBQ Legacy. I'm your host, Jeff, and with us, as always, is Brett. Hi. Hi, Evil. How are you? I am great. Evil Jeff is doing wonderful today. How is Good Brett doing? Uh, good Brett is doing good as well. Okay. Do you, are, do we have any, like, is anything new, anything fun? Are there any hot topics to talk about? Well, one thing is I'm drinking a glass of red wine while we record this, and that means summer is over. What are you drinking is is red wine for fall? Is that a fall thing for red you? Red wine's for fall. Yeah, we don't touch red wine during the summer unless it's a fruity chill. I was about to say, unless then, it's like a sangria, that's summery. Yes. What do you yes, do in the summer? When, when, when you're, we're recording and it's like a hot July, what do you have like a, what do you have, like a gin and tonic? Uh, I'm having a glass of rose wine. Is it always wine? It's typically wine, never beer. I'm fanning myself in the corner near my microphone. Oh my god! What about a mint julep? <laughs> oh, suckling on a mint julep. I like to put the leaves in my mouth while the whiskey dances around my gullet. <laughs> gullet. Um, I typically, if I'm home, I'm drinking wine or a margarita. That's oh, typically okay. the two forms of the drinking. Do in the you home. have like a margarita mix, or do you make that all from scratch? Oh, we make it from scratch, girl. You know the you know the formula three, two, one. Was it triple sec tequila? It's three parts. Well, I use mezcal, so three parts tequila, but I use mezcal, so it's three parts tequila to two parts, um, like an orange liqueur, like a Cointreau, or like a triple sec, uh, and then one part lime juice. Oh, okay, nice. The perfect margarita. But do, and is it blended, like, or just on ice? You shake it. Oh, okay. And you put it on the rocks. Oh okay. yeah. Do you salt the? Do you salt your rim? You salt the rim. Mm. You give it a vigorous shake. Hot. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What, what's it's, it's what, what's your what's your spring what's your spring drink? Spring, we go with the white wine. Oh, okay. And then is okay. winter still red? Winter is still red. Winter is just through. straight but up heroin. Winter is when you'll break out your brown liquors. Okay, oh, like maybe okay. a little bit of a bourbon or a whiskey in the winter. Winter only scotch. All right. Did I, I ever love a scotch? I love a smoky drink like a scotch or a mezcal. Well, I would say mezcal is. I don't like that. Mezcal is just like, hey, let's take this tequila and put some bacon in it. I don't like that. It's like oh, it's the same. It's like, like, do you like a Bloody Mary too? I don't like a savory. No, drink. I hate Bloody Mary. How do you like mezcal? I it despise- feels like. Bacon. 
tomato is why I don't like Bloody Mary. Oh, okay. Yeah, I agree. So the idea of like, hey, can I take a cup of ragu spaghetti sauce and put some yeah, vodka in no. it? It's gross. No, we have a complicated relationship with the tomato. Yeah, we're Italian. There's like things you do with the tomato and there's things you don't do with the tomato. But there are things Italians do with tomatoes that I despise also, which gave my grandmother such agita when I was a kid. Wait, like what? Like you don't like a stuffed tomato like, or something? I didn't like red sauce. I didn't like when she made gravy. I didn't like her putting the gravy on the pasta before she served it. I wanted Wait, are you pasta. still like that? Sauce. You still? No, no. College okay. cured me of I was going to say, thing. that is like put you in a mental But I used to take the top of the pizza slice off the cheese off and then wipe the sauce off <laughs> and then put the cheese back on. That's bro. horrifying. I know. I will say no, uh, there I was a bunch the, the of dietary habits of young Brett. My two it. Italian would, full Sicilian cousins, they uh, grew up for a long time where they only wanted butter and Parmesan on their spaghetti or butter and Romano I cheese. I would sneak under the table with a s- stick of butter and eat the stick of butter. <laughs> My parents would find me under the table eating a stick of butter, butter like it is a candy bar. That's crazy. I will say, did crazy. I- Crazy! <laughs> speaking of like drinks, did I tell you back when I used to drink how I used to, when I was at the gay bar, I would change my drink order depending on what season it was? What were the seasons? It, I mean, what were the drinks it per was, season? Summer was a gin and tonic. Oh. Fall was a Cape Cod, a cranberry vodka. Okay. Winter was like a rum and coke, like a spiced yeah. rum and coke. Yes, and then the and then spring it would be like a vodka tonic with lime. Yeah, yeah, those I all like that. feel aligned. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I I like changing. That's the one thing about living in LA. There's the seasons are like very slight, so it's hard to like, oh oh, let's get in the holiday spirit and have some mulled wine. Like it's never like cold enough. Oh, to that's do what that. it's like here in New York. Yeah. It's like let's let's go. Let's do each season at its most intense level. Yeah, I mean, you've seen like the bitches walking around here in Central Park in the fall. Yeah, yeah, it's cow neck sweaters, scarves, wide brimmed hats. Yeah, big it's long chuggy. pea coats. Yeah, yeah. but I sometimes right, I'm well, jealous. I'm jealous of sweater weather. Are there any other hot topics sweater besides weather. what you're drinking? Yeah. Okay. Let's let's. I don't think we've done the hot topics music yet. Oh, hit let's the music. It. We got some hot, we got some hot topics, yeah. Um, so as you may or may not know, there is a live action Marvel musical happening at the Disney's, at the Avengers campuses, which evidently there's an Avengers campus in Florida now, yes or no? I mean, I have no idea, I don't know. I have no idea, I thought it was just California, and then my brother-in-law was like, no, it's in Florida now too. Well... Wherever there is an Avengers campus, there is a theater showing audiences the 30 minutes, one act musical, Rogers the Musical from Hawkeye fame, the, the Hawkeye TV show on Disney+. Plus. Uh, in the beginning of that show, Hawkeye goes to a Broadway musical about the Avengers, about Captain America specifically. It's called Rogers the Musical. It is so, so cheesy and bad. Well, now it is a thing at our theme parks, and they have just dropped the original soundtrack on Spotify. My God, this is your Hamilton. So we now have access. Oh, this is my Hamilton. (laughs) We now have access. Can I play for you about 60 seconds of a song called What You Missed? Is that from the beginning? I remember on YouTube, I watched like the first 10 minutes of it. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. But play it, play Um, it. I love it. Here we go. Soulful. Yeah. It's Falcon. It's the list he makes for him in the beginning of Winter Soldier, but a song. Well, then I guess that I'll 
amazing. Oh my god. I love when a song is like a list or just something that advances the plot instead of told from like an emotional high, you know, like like good songs are. I also like, like how that it sounds somebody, like um that sounds like uh who's the, the three little maids from school. Yeah, that? yeah. What's that? Uh, or like I am the major major of a major major. major, major. Exactly, that, exactly. That isn't that isn't that the same uh composer? That's pirates. Three little girls from school are we? Isn't that the Mikado? I can't remember. Three Was that pi- pirates, pirates of Penzance? Is the oh, it's the, the other HMS one. Pinafore, or the Pirates of Penzance? Right. Anyway, I got to see this shit. Isn't it? Doesn't it end? Isn't it ended? I thought it ended in early. September. I don't know. I thought it, it here it ended at the beginning of September. Why can't it just go on forever? You know what? Because because you know what. Disney doesn't want us to be happy. They're like, "Hey, we're no, going to really do, do a not. we're going to do a secret invasion musical." Oh. Don't ever touch that story again. <laughs> Good god. Afraid they're going to because there's something called War Machine. Uh, what's oh, that? What's the Armor, Armor Wars? Wars? That's oh, all going to be coming Lord. off of It's all going to be like, "Oh my god, I woke up." <laughs> I was I you know, I was a scroll for so long. Now what? Oh, what do you mean? Tony's dead. Oh, yeah. If we're going to redo something with John Sheedle, can we bring back when he did Captain Planet? Do you remember those? Oh, that was so funny where he was Captain Planet, but full evil and just murdering everyone. He was like the poison ivy of our time. That's right. Can we, which we'll talk about later, right? Are we going to talk about Harley Quinn? I can't wait. Um, I think they should bring back the Don Cheadle from Golden Palace, the short-lived Golden Girls spinoff. Yeah, so any t- and then he just can walk around the South and just start yelling at people trying to put up Confederate flags and telling them that they're racist. Yep. Love it. Love it. Um, one, you know what? So there's the hot topic. There's one thing I just learned recently, Evil Jeff, that I wanted to bring up with you. When we were reading Alpha Flight, number one, a yeah. few weeks ago. yeah. You were like, whatever happened to Sasquatch? I, I have stumbled across this information. Oh, what happened to him? So Sasquatch was Walter Langowski. He died. And this so this was in Al Ewing's Immortal Hulk. So he died. Doc Samson died. They were both like in hell or the green or like, I, I don't know. I didn't read that run, unfortunately. But the green. Doc Samson. <laughs> Wait. Wait, is the yeah, green? No, it's DC. It's not DC. Was, okay. <laughs> but there is something like that in Al Ewing's Immortal X. I mean, Immortal um, Hulk. There's something like there is something akin to the green. Um, so Doc Samson, his soul came back from wherever they were. Let's just say hell. But it came back in Walter Langowski's body. So now Doc Samson is in Sasquatch's body, and he's called Doc Sasquatch. That's real. Oh, well, that's sad that the other Alpha Flight character is just gone. <laughs> I know. Well, they should get Doc Sasquatch. They should get Doc Sasquatch. We're going to talk about Al Ewing later, too, because he wrote a book that we read called Avengers Inc. Yes, we will yes. talk about it. Oh, and X-Men Red, too. He wrote that. Right. Should we talk about these comic books? Yeah, why don't we hit the music? The music. Music makes the people come together. Coming over. I was reading X Men comics in a cocktail bar. That much is true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we opened with X Force. You want to start there? Um. Yeah. Le- yeah. Let's do X Force. And so, no, I'm just kidding. And, and we did uh, it. So classes. a lot of this, a lot of this is Domino still trying to figure out what's happening with Colossus. She's breaking into like Russian mafia people's headquarters. They've got robots made out of Wolverine adamantium skeletons. She's trying to get information. There are so many robot Wolverines right now. I'm over it. Robot Wolverine is going to be the Halloween costume of the year. Wait a minute, but what, like, can we think of, okay, wait, what's the other one? Uh, it's uh, Dark, Dark X-Men has a, yeah, like a robot Wolverine. Uh, and this now has a robot Wolverine. And then there's uh, 
in the X-Men, Mother Righteous in her little world has like weird fake the dogs, the dog wolverines. Stop it. Stop. Well, it's because he refuses to take part in any sort of post Krakoa storyline. It's also like it's like the character, bless you. The character you. is like, hey, hey, remember, remember when Wolverine was in every was in every Avengers and every X-Men book? Now it's just his skeleton. Yeah. I'm just like, forget, just give me a goddamn <laughs> break. Um uh yeah, so this is just and then we find out that like uh Sage has replaced her alcoholism with drinking too much tea and now has to pee all the time. Didn't need to know well, that. Well, I did the same thing. I related to this because when I quit smoking cigarettes, I substituted it with green tea and almonds. And I How? was but that's shoveling not the same that like mouth, mouth like the mouth thing. That's the thing for it was hard for me to quit cigarettes. It's just like you replace the triggers with a different behavior. I replaced it with cock because that's the closer to a cigarette than tea. Oh, girl, that was the only thing I smoked more than cigarettes. <laughs> anyway, uh, so Domino sneaking around. Yeah, it's very like it's very John Wick. It's very James Bond. Um. We established that Black Tom still has his powers, but no longer has a connection to Krakoa. Yeah, and he did not go through the gate, so he's there. he did not go through the gate. He's cool. Um, and then we also established that because uh, Kid Omega is an old man who would just happen to have weird clones of his body, and then his powers don't work in it, his powers still don't work right, and as he's like trapped and being held hostage or whatever. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how to feel about any of that. This this book also it feels like it ends kind of in the middle. Yeah, it's just like listen, if you do anything with Colossus, he might die. Well, then let him die. I don't care. And yeah, that was kind of like okay. Um, but at least this is, at least this is uh, leading to the end of all this bullshit. I'd like for it to be wrapped up. Yeah, I mean, clearly Colossus is going to come. I feel I have a feeling the book guy is going to kind of like turn against Mikhail and free Colossus, or yeah, Domino like, is going to shoot the book guy in the head, like, or the book guy is going to get killed, or both. Then, Why not both? And then Colossus will be free, and then he's going to kill Mikhail, and then we're done with this. Can we be done with this? Also, what is the Cerebro Sword again? <laughs> It was a sword made out of a Cerebro unit, right? But does it have all of the power of, like, it has all of oh, the... Oh, God. If if they need it to do, if they need it to, it will. You know? All right. It's I'm, been so long. I know, because they'll be getting a Cerebro sword out of this. I hate how I'm just kind of like, yeah, it's getting... I know where this is going. And... uh I'm just not, it, I'm not really that interested. Yeah. Or maybe it's just because I'm dead on the inside. Because I was not feeling a yeah. lot of this shit this week. Yeah. You want to move on to Children of the Vault then? Number two? Yeah. Speaking of not feeling stuff, they even they even admitted that this is garbage in the writing of this book. How so? When it was like, eh, we're going to throw away that old Children of the Vault team and give you new ones. Not only that. But Cable says it. Cable says, I've been to the future, and guess what? Oh, you're not even in you're it. You're not even in it. You're like, yeah. And guess what? The Children of Vault have taken over the entire world. And is any other comic paying attention to this and making that part of what's happening? Right. <laughs> no. Right. They like they've been um they've been having these like grand adventures. They established that there have been a lot of threats, global threats that the children of the vault have been fighting back. And it's stuff that you could build events out of and there's just not a mention in any other book they've taken over mexico i don't know that seems pretty significant that like maybe that's pretty another, big yeah that may and then it's also like there's no x-men but i love how it's just like and then the other heroes and you're like yeah like thor thor would kick your ass i don't know it feels very also the way they're rewriting it now it feels very like the um the what what's the the extern not the externals um What's the movie? The movie, The Eternals. Yeah, yeah, it feels very Eternals. Yeah, to me. Yeah, the Children of the Vault do themselves. Yeah, yeah, and so I'm just like, yeah. we've done this. It's like, it's it's re- just really hard yeah. to 
relate to these characters, especially since, I mean, the only, like, uh, they don't really stick in my memory much. I know Serafina is one we've seen this but, whole time. Yeah, that's exactly. Different forms None of these and, other ones, no, they're like, I'm this character. I'm like, who? They're like moving targets. Yeah, you just can't connect to them. I don't care. And here's the other thing. is It's the same thing when they keep making these different worlds where they're like, time passes slower. I don't feel, I, th- I think it's interesting if it's like, uh, if it's like, oh, hey, like a couple of hundred years passed. That I feel is more interesting than like a, a 10,000 years past, a yeah. million years have passed. Then I'm just like. <sighs> then like you, we can't, our imaginations aren't capable of. But also you don't passed. remember something that happened a million years ago. They come out and be like, oh, remember Ooh. that conversation we had? No, it happened a million years ago to you, bitch. I don't remember what I did Saturday Exactly. Night. Thank you. It's just, uh, people just try to go to these extremes to be cool. And it ends up just coming across as like, it ends up being completely like unrelatable. There are 1 million scrolls across the planet. Really? A million? You sure? Because like for me, it's like, imagine you went into a cave and you came out a day later and 20 years have passed. That is way more interesting if you came back a day later and a million years have passed and it's just a bunch of amoebas around. You know what I mean? I just, it's- I know. Not- Unless it's talking amoebas, I don't believe that you took us a million years in the future. Yeah, if it's a million years in the future and you come back still looking like people, it's not. And the idea that they all- And then they all die. They all kill themselves and then reconstitute themselves as like better and more powerful versions- is the whole point of them too? I don't know. I just I one thing I, I don't like did. It. One thing I did like in this book is the use. Like there was some really great use of cables and Bishop's powers. Bishop not being detected by the security cameras because he was like balancing, absorbing, and bouncing all their frequencies yeah. and energy. I thought that was yeah, really cool. That was cool. And then the whole cable psychic fight against the children of the vault member that they take hostage is very silence, um, psychic rescue in progress. You know, it's very silent issue from the um, Morrison run or the Emma Jean team up to rescue Storm, like those silence uh, telepathic. I mean, don't even, don't even mention those two epic things in comparison to this book. But uh, aesthetically, Cable was in the same world. Sure. But uh, also the art, I'm not art in the art. And that's once again, as I always say, I know someone worked really hard on it and I feel bad. Uh, I think it's easier for me to trash the writing than trash the art. Um, but the art, I I'm, wasn't really feeling, it's the expressions. If you don't get the expressions right yeah. for me, then yes. I'm not uh, feeling it. So sorry. I feel you. Sorry to this man. Sorry to this man. All right, I so that's Children of the Vault. I won't know who he is. But I know um, <laughs> that's but that's the problem is the fact that no other comic is even addressing what's going on. It means that all of this is going to be reversed and it's not oh, going to mean anything. Yeah. So I, if I already know it's not going to mean anything, it's filler and I don't care. Yeah. We're in an and, and, and it, I could care a bit if it was like there was a really cool character that might stay behind and then join the X-Men. I don't want any of these people to join the X-Men. Me Do neither. You? Yeah. Not no. even Serafina. No. No, no. I don't They're care. They're not even mutants. And then after a million years, they still are fighting over whether to kill all the humans or not. A right. million years, you couldn't figure it out. Come on. Sounds like you haven't evolved. <laughs> Thank you. Not like this talking amoeba over here. <laughs> well, but that's so just can me. we talk about that? Would be that no, someone like you would come out. <laughs> You would come out and be like, oh my God, it's been a million years. It's a talking me, but I'd be like, no, it's been three weeks and I just put on some weight. So fuck you, Brad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, sorry. I totally thought you were a talking amoeba. <laughs> All right. So uh, what's next? You didn't read Astonishing Iceman, you homo No, I completely was like, faggots. I can't do it. Can't stand cold faggots. Not anymore. Um, this one was cute in that it starts with Bobby, like his original 05 days, like when his powers kind of kick in. Yeah. And you forget that he's from Fort Washington, Long Island. So the girl who he was using his ice powers to kind of save from a bully, quote unquote, 
her hair is teased so high. Yeah, she's got the Long bangs. Island back in the day. Why don't you go so fuck funny. yourself? Go, go, go take a cup she's of coffee. Like, what the fuck is going on, on with your face? ice hands? Yeah. It was like fucking Debbie Mazar from like. It's Debbie Mazar. Club <laughs> sensation from the 80s, Debbie Mazar. So. <laughs> Anyway, Orcus sends or who's this dipshit who's running this like the get Iceman corner of Orcus? I forget who it is, but he's completely ineffectual. He um, brings back um, helium, the unfreezable man, part of the elements of doom, like a cheesy old team. Um, but the was that the big the, was that the big cloud thing? Yeah, yeah, the one okay. that's got Iceman's mother, who I have to say. Just feels out of character. I don't know. She's just like, oh, Iceman. Oh, Bobby. I know that we've had our differences, but I'm proud of you. And I don't care what these townspeople think. I'm like, who's this bitch? Did she find Jesus? What's going on? Maybe after her husband died, she had like, maybe she went to a P-Flag meeting. Oh, P-Flag. <laughs> um, then we have Iceman and Romeo in bed and Iceman's like what are we and Romeo's like I don't know all I know is I love you why put a label on it and Iceman's like because I need labels essentially so Iceman is I- like we want to be boyfriends and Romeo's like I don't need this commitment well how about the fact that he's stuck in Antarctica are they on the North, North Pole or Antarctica I forget I think Antarctica so they're stuck on, he's stuck in Antarctica and has to basically yeah. pull his body together over and over. And Iceman's he's still and Iceman's still like, what are we though? <laughs> I need more of a commitment. Like I'd be like, want, fucking like, so turn to turn to a puddle, bitch. Turn to a puddle, bitch. I'll pull you back together with my gay love powers. That's what Romeo's doing, is pulling Iceman together after he discorporates with his gay love powers. Yeah. And I'll tell you this. You couldn't pay me all the money in the world to date and someone with empath empathic powers? Oh, no way. Oh, hi. I can just, what, control your emotions? Hell no. I would be more, I mean, I also don't think I could ever date a psychic. I Yeah, I don't want someone to be able to read my mind. I don't know how Cyclops does it. So, this is because Cyclops doesn't have, a, a, doesn't know, it doesn't have a personality. So he's like, yeah, read my mind. All I'm thinking about is fighting and and pussy. You know what I mean? You know what I would love? What? I would love a Cyclops if it was revealed that he was on the spectrum. Oh, my God. I think that'd be cool. That's just, that's so funny you said that because um, that's in that, that (laughs) my friend just got into a huge fight with another friend. Because that person um, was like, I've been watching some like TikToks and I think you're on the spectrum. No. No. And he was like, what the fuck? What? And some I was TikToks? like, yeah, yeah. It's one of those things where it's like now everybody, everybody now yep. is either on Everyone's the spectrum diagnosing. or that like everybody realizes that they're on the spectrum and their and their mom and dad are narcissists. <laughs> Which <laughs> yep. is pro and it could be true, but not for everybody. I think everybody's like, I have one symptom of autism and now I have it. And you're like, uh girl, just calm calm down a little bit. Like try not everybody's like, yeah, it's like, but it's so funny where it's like, let's not, let's not diagnose people. Let's not diagnose our friends. Let's not be quick to be <laughs> diagnosing people, especially if you are not equipped. But um by that I mean have a degree. I think Cyclop is more just completely emotionally traumatized. Yeah. Yeah. And isn't is incapable of having his own thoughts. And maybe that's why he dates telepaths, because that's the only way somebody can actually connect with him on an emotional level. Yeah, he needs someone what's going on. He needs someone to tell him what to think. And the one time where he's like somebody who can get it without him having to say it. Yeah. And the only time where it was like, no, Wolverine versus Cyclops, no, I'm gonna take a stand and do this. That was Emma. That was Emma making all those decisions. Let's be honest. Obviously. She's the only one to get shit done. Yeah. Um Okay, so Iceman's fighting all these monsters, all these elements of doom, death. Um, and then he takes Helium, the unfreezable man, he shoots him up to space. And then he's hugging his mom. And his mom is like, I don't care if you're a faggot. Not anymore. What lipstick should I wear? And he disincorporates. He comes back, thanks to Romeo. And then at the end, I don't like, I was like, oh, is this the guy from, and it is. They call in they're calling him the cleaner and by them I uh, Orcus mm-hmm. Orcus is like okay the helium man didn't get the job done let's call in the cleaner aka Mr. Clean who I 
only remember from his first appearance when was it Chuck Austin, the book that came out alongside Morrison's book where it was Uncanny X-Men and it was Iceman, Chamber, Angel, and they all had like leather jackets on too. And like Chamber dated Sugar Cane, that pop star. And Mr. Clean was this guy with like a fire tank on his back and he hated mutants. Wait, was anyway, that was that a state was that Stacy X era? Uh, before that yeah slightly before that but it wasn't x-men or was it it was it it was an extreme x-men no because wasn't there extreme x-men and then x uncanny claremont was on extreme and this is what was happening this is what was happening this was uncanny this is what was happening uncanny okay i i didn't i didn't i'm not caught up on any of that so i probably missed him completely is he he mr clean yeah what is his power but now they're calling him the cleaner because they probably can't call him mr clean (laughs) <laughs> so they're going to bring him in although i in the preview cover for next astonishing iceman number three it's iceman and another homo the captain america of the railways whose name i forget aaron jackson maybe what who do i know who that you don't is? know the captain america of the railways the homeless gay gay kid no oh my god get into it he's awesome he's a it was a book where like Captain America and Falcon went around meeting like other people around the country who have donned like their version of Captain America. There's like a Native American Captain America. And then there's this homeless gay youth who is the Captain America of the railways. Does he have super soldier serum? I don't think so. I think he's just like, a, you know, like a Robin, like a Robin type. Oh, Okay. And then they were like, oh, you're homeless because your parents get you out of your gay. Bye. They didn't like help him Basically, out. <laughs> bye. No, he's like, I don't Great. need your help. He's like, I'm doing a good thing here. Aaron Fisher. Aaron Fisher. He does have artificially enhanced physiology. He was experimented on involuntarily. Oh, super, shit. Oh, yep. Super soldier. Yep. Oh, so he is a super soldier, but then he's homeless? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they... Uh, Hopefully they help the the kid out. His father physically abused him. Oh, no. And then he became the Captain America of the railways. And he met Steve Rogers. And he's now like a friend of Steve Rogers. But Steve Rogers will not give him a red cent. He has to earn it. He has to get a job. Yeah. Get a job, faggot. (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, yeah, there's someone, there's another Captain America called the, the campus Captain America. She's like a college Captain America. She's friends with the Captain America, of the railways. There's all these little Captain Americas running around. That's one of them's really, gay. That sounds and really he's going to be an Iceman next issue. College Captain America. That's dumb. That's just listen. That's stupid. The right to education is part of the American dream. Nobody needs to go to college anymore. <laughs> Higher it's ed too expensive. Never been less trusted. It's too expensive. It's too expensive. All right, can we finally talk about X Men Red? Yes, please. This yes. book is good. Of course. Of course, it is. I feel like um, is this the same art the whole time? Is this the same art that's been going on? Um, no, I think this was a different I feel artist this art, or maybe this like art, the past two issues. Yeah, this art I'm not into as much as the previous art. Because we had Stefano Caselli before. Like that yeah, was Yeah, I think really I was just good. spoiled. And this is once again, there's some parts where people are making having facial expressions, and I'm like, mm, Yeah. I'm not feeling it. Sorry. Yeah. We do learn a lot about the Fisher King in this. Yeah, we issue see him as a kid. History. We see him as a kid. We and see basically he was, have we seen this? We see this monster with a big brain and like teeth in his brain. Yeah. His for when name Fisher is King was a little boy. Azazoth. Have we ever seen him before? I don't think so. But basically the Fisher King was like, actually take away everything of who I am. So it was taken away. It's not like he, I thought it was kind of like, that was, it was kind like of, his mutant power. Exactly. But no, it was just taken away. He did it on purpose. Yeah. Do you think now that he's merged with a, what's a Zylo with Zylo that he's like remembering things? Yeah, I think so. Interesting. 
So then Fisher King Zylo is just doing like some war strategy with everybody. One thing I do yeah. love about the art. Yeah. I love um what's his name? Ironfire. He's sitting there just like a little faggot. Yeah. He's look like, yeah, let look me know when me. I let me know when I either he's need like, to fuck or fight. Oh, wait, the person's like, sitting there? No, that's not that's uh leaning, Nova. leaning, leaning all the way on the right. Oh, oh, I thought you were talking about Nova. Because he's also sitting. No, I'm talking about Iron Fire. Okay, got it. No, I see now. With his and, baggy pants tucked into his boots. And uh, basically, they're talking about how there's a whole area of where of like where Tarn used to rule of all of his little you know yeah. crazy monsters. That's kind of hasn't chosen a side yet. And they realize, like, you know, she's going to have to take the water. But because they haven't, it means, um, what's the water dude's name? Uh, yeah, Sobinar. Sobinar isn't, is like, isn't fully under control um, from Genesis. And, uh, God, I can't remember anything. What is the mask's name? <laughs> I'm terrible. Genesis. Oh, Annihilation. Annihilation. Jesus Christ. Why don't I just, uh, just put me out to pasture? <laughs> Um, he's not fully under control. Although you do see when we see Sabunar and, and Genesis and um, Lakeon, I, I don't know how to say the wolf guy's name. Yeah. Uh, you still see Annihilation. That little staff is still trying to influence. It's just controlling everybody. all of them. It's, the, the staff is manipulating all these people. That's why they're going to lose. They have no like real impulses of their own. Yeah, and that's the thing is like I guess the whole thing is do they not realize if you if you just get rid of the staff then you win. Like if you just have to get rid of annihilation. But can you not kill annihilation? Is that kind of part of it? Saturnine turned annihilation from the helmet into the staff. But um, I didn't she do she that because kill. Yeah, yeah, I was to say because even she couldn't. she couldn't kill it. So yeah. I yeah. don't know. But uh but anyway, Storm kind of falls. Storm kind of this is like unlike Storms. She doesn't kind of see a few steps ahead, which I kind of like. I like Storm not being infallible. Like I like Storm fucking up every once in a while. But she's basically like, "What? They're going to come on the ocean? What they're doing it now? That's stupid. I could just take a tidal wave and knock them all over." And then a big monster comes up, and she's like, "Whatever." And she just creates a huge piece of hail into a spike, and just stabs. This huge sea monster dead. And, uh, but that doesn't really work. But before we get to that, we should, we go to the past with uh, no name and we find out that he was the first of the dark. What are they? The, the dark circle where there's the seat of, of, the no, seat of, of the, night, the, the right? seat, the seat of nothing. The night. There's yeah. the, yeah, night, the, watch? the night circle, circle jerk, circle jerk. But it's like the people that showed up, they're like, they were always missing. They were always like the secret. Yeah. Trio. And Bobby is now one of them, right? Yeah. Um, but it used to be. SZA of the Smoke always was one. SZA of the Smoke was nowhere. And then Zora of the Spirit is nobody who's married, apparently, to uh, Mr. No Name. To Fisher King. Fisher yeah. King. And he was the seat of nothing. And they have. And, that, and it turns out they met in Solemn's jail cell. Because it was the only way to like avoid the detection that they were doing treason. Yeah. And what I also love is that Cora of the Burning Heart and her sister Weaponless Zen, their names are both kind of a from their mom, Zora. Yeah. So that's uh yeah, and we see them as young kids later on. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Because After it turns out it turns out they were caught because the flora and fauna in their goddamn stomach was fucking able to Genesis. talk to Genesis. Jesus Christ. Oh. That's like, well, fuck me. My IBS turned me in. Great. <laughs> <laughs> My allergies? Yeah. Oh, thank. Oh, great. Not only do I have oh. fucking diarrhea, but now my diarrhea great. told me Another I'm a way. traitor. Another way my allergies betray me. <laughs> so anyway, they bring, they're like, but somebody has to die. And they bring in the kids. They bring in Weaponless Zen and uh, uh, what's the other one's Cora. name? Cora. Cora. And they're like, no, 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 don't, you know, we can't do this. And the mom decides to be the one. She sacrifices herself. And um, I'll just say this. She has burning eyes. I couldn't have sex with that. 
I couldn't have sex oh, with I someone could. whose eye. No, because I need to look into somebody's eyes. If they're just like oh, flames God, not coming me. out of it. Oof. Don't you dare. Oh, are you just like, oh, it's because you're turned around biting a pillow. So. Yep. <laughs> I've never looked anyone in the eye during sex. Oh, my God. Yeah, you're like, put this back. Because that's your the head. only way gay sex works, right? No, no, I am the opposite. I have to look in somebody's eye. I hate I hate doggy style. But it also Man. shows you this is why um uh it's weaponless Zen hates him, right? Isn't she the one that says weakling? Yeah. 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 She hates her dad. It's amazing. This is such good storytelling. Like so many threads are picked back up. You're like, oh my God. But the Fisher um, King sees that, uh-oh, now that they killed the sea monster out of him. It was true. Yeah, it was a Trojan horse. Comes an Okara gate, not a Krakoan gate, not an Arakan gate, an Okara gate, the combination of the two. Uh-oh, meaning this and gate is way more powerful. The, it takes them the right to a menth. And here yep. we see the four horsemen fucking show up. The white sword is there. The summoners show up. It's not good. Yeah. The demon hordes of Amenth. Yeah. But you know who's not there? Apocalypse. Yeah. And I like still to this day, we do not know if that is Apocalypse in the X-Men. Immortal. And, yeah. So we don't know where he is, but he's going to show up and he is not going to be on Genesis's side. I hope not. Love will make it do crazy things, though. Yeah, I do want to. I'm ready for Apocalypse to show up and be like, let's win this bitch. I mean, I do think that Apocalypse is going to be leading a team of X-Men in the near future because of yeah. that promo that came out. Yeah. And what I if, think, yeah. And that's what the, if Xavier, what if Xavier becomes a villain and Apocalypse becomes Xavier? Oh, fuck. That would be interesting. Oh, I do. Shit. How, but what, what, how would Xavier become a villain? Because he just wants to kill Look humans. at him. But Look do, you at th- him. do you think he's going to f- turn full Magneto and just be like, Girl, I'm going to kill all the humans? I mean, it's not like it hasn't happened before. Hello, Onslaught. Hello, yeah. um, multiverse of evil Xavier's Sin- that Dazzler had to kill. Sins of Sinister. Sins of Linister. Yes. Yeah. No, I'd be down for that. But X-Men Red. He's looking the all o- sexy with a beard. Villain. The only thing that I don't want. The only thing, though, still. The reason I do like this, too, is the two factions leaders are both, like, women. I don't like the idea of a po- of a man coming in and being like, all right, let They're me They're both help black out. women. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it. Yeah. It's great. It's fun. Um, this is the great. one I'm. This is like I was because I was this reading the these. One. I was reading these other ones and I'm just like, because uh, there's some other this Marvel comics we read, read. You read well. it and you feel it. Yeah, <gasps> we did read other comics that don't start with X. How about we hit the music to talk about that? Damn, hit it. Comic, 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 comics that I have read. There's other comics than the X Men, but who cares really? We read. So I know two there's comics. two. We're to, yes, but there's one I want to tell you about really quick. Okay, sure. So I also read Daredevil number one. So yeah. I don't know if you know this, but Daredevil died. It didn't Electra take over? Electra took over. Well, yeah, but Daredevil died after that. He um, went to hell and to save the souls of the people he loved from hell, he had to like stay in hell. But then the end of the last run, the end of Chip Zardsky's run, he mysteriously showed back up with full amnesia and he was a priest at like a youth center and Electra sees him. She's like, holy fucking shit. It's Matt Murdock. Does he have his, does he have his powers? Is he still blind? He does. He does. But like, I don't think he, like he doesn't, use them it's more well, like a use thing that's them happening to him okay but i do feel like if you're blind but you can still suddenly like make your way around you'd be like something's up with me i'm not be like what normal. the fuck is this yeah yes so he's walking around as a priest who remembers nothing about his past um catholic electra yes electra shows up she's spying on him she's like what the fuck is he doing back but then some sort of giant demon who looks like an old man with a long beard and long hair who's wearing a killer italian suit but like open like he's at the beach with giant horns coming out of his head he takes electra over and fights matt murdoch in his bedroom and i have to tell you the art of what it looks like 
with this demon taking over Electra, forcing Electra to fight Daredevil. It is some of the coolest art I have ever oh, seen. Nice. See, that's what I was missing it was in a lot of these. Really, 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 really good. Like I just love I stared at it. I just loved looking at it. Also, the guy that writes this is Saladin Ahmed, who wrote Abbott, which was that book I was reading. I forget if you read it. It was set, it was like an image or dark horse comic. It was set in the 70s. It was about a black female reporter right. who was taking on like the occult. I do remember that, yeah. It's the same writer, and this issue of Daredevil One kind of feels a little bit Abbott-ish in terms of like these demons possessing humans and doing fucked up shit. It's very cool. I will say I I'm opening know. this up. I'm, really I'm looking into this. I'm looking or I'm I opened it up and I'm looking. The art is, is incredible. Amazing. And here's the thing that I'm gonna say this. I can't it's like it's it's I'm trying to be like, oh, it's kind of like this. I don't know. It's like a mixture of like there's yeah, a little bit of Frank uh quietly. Is there quite yeah, yeah. A little, little bit. bit of that, but not a little but bit not. of like Nick Bradshaw. Yeah, like, yeah. It's like yeah. a bunch of things. A little bit of John Romita. Like uh, it's, yeah, really, it's it's like, yes, it's like all of them combined. It's really good. It's, it's really Cooper. good. Yeah, yeah, this is the shit. So it just that it makes the book such a fun read. And like, look at like that the guy the demon possessing Electra. Like that is so cool. Oh yeah, that looks great. Matt, when Matt like um, exercises the demon, it burns away while wearing his yellow Daredevil costume. Like it's just freaky shit. I love it. Anyway. Oh, it's so cool because like you kind yeah. of see him behind. Oh, it's really like, his head smart. Is, like, covering her. That's but, like, her really body. that's really it's smart. Really, really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, this guy's I, the future. Let's have him on an X Men comic. <laughs> yeah. And the writer, the writer too, is incredible. So I, I have high hopes for this new run of Daredevil. So I think I might get into it. Oh, I'm excited. Cool. Um, but we did. We read Avengers Inc. by Al Ewing, who also writes X Men Red, and Werewolf by Night by Derek Landy. Let's talk about Avengers Inc. Okay. Um, how do you feel about Janet Van Dyne? I I don't know if this is like her thing. <laughs> I don't know if this is what I saw her of like if we're gonna do something with Janet, let's suddenly make so her this is a, a basically like a it's like a Jessica Jones type thing with yeah. Janet I honestly. Van Dyne. I honestly would rather have it be Jessica Jones. Yeah. As this story goes on, we realize this is very much a like wasp Ant-Man vision corner of the Marvel universe. Like this gets very Ant-Man and the wasp. Yes. Yeah. Cause uh, you know, spoilers very end. It turns out the person perpetrating everything that's going on is Hank Pym. Yeah. Who's been a villain for with, a while now, so he has, and he's with Eric O'Grady, the ant the third ant man. Wasn't the, the jerk ant man. Oh, that's right. But wasn't wasn't at some point he was like merged with Ultron? Did, with Ultron had, at the end of like Rage of Ultron. What or something did like that, that stop? When did that I don't I can't remember. I have like no idea. I have no idea. So I do like that it's Janet Van Dyme, so we can have her like battle Hank Pym, but her being like a detective. Although I did, so basically the premise here is that six low-tier supervillains are assassinated while in their cells. Um, and Mayor Luke Cage, yes, that is a thing now, which is great, wants Janet to investigate because one of the murdered supervillains is Whirlwind, who, I never knew this, is considered the a Wasp's arch nemesis. And is a mutant. Yeah, what? Huh? You didn't go through the gate. I, I guess you couldn't I, because you were in jail. How come uh, how come Sabretooth got to be taken back to Krakoa, but they're like, you rot in jail, whirlwind. <laughs> Is it said in here that he's a mutant? Yeah. They go, hey, like Mutie. And she's like, don't call him that. And then I looked it up. I was like, wait a minute. And it's like, yes, wow. he's he's a mutant who can spin his bottom half. Oh, I I thought they were calling him Mutie because like there was no other explanation for the powers he was. No, he's oh. established as a mutant. Wow. But never oh went to Krakoa, but whatever. Um, 
And they keep on talking about how she named the Avengers. And here's my problem. And I know Al Ewing- She probably did. Is great. And I know he was kind of doing it on purpose, but it was starting to bug me. Because it was just like, a lot of it is her just being like, a lot of it was just like, you know, we're the Avengers. We avenge. We don't kill people and get back at them. I'm like, I don't know. That's not kind of what an Avenger is. Uh, yeah, never really, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. But I'm like, are you doing that on purpose, making her sound stupid? And then she's just like, I don't know if I want to take, like you'd see her th- thought, like her thought bubble or whatever being like, I don't know. I don't want him telling me what to do. I don't want to take this case. Hey, only I'm the only one that can do this. Let me have this. I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> There's a lot of like, and I was unsure. Well, he gives her a pep talk. He changes her mind. I know, but there was a lot of back and forth and it just made her seem stupid. And I was like, is he doing this on purpose? Because it was kind of funny. But then I was like, but she's coming across kind of dumb. And here's the other one. And this is is an art issue. All right, I'm going to say it. And this is a gay man. I feel I have the right to say this. He, they were like, no superhero costumes. And she goes, Jarvis. Get me my, <laughs> get me my, you know, civilian special costume. Wardrobe zero. And he's like, oh, but Janet, you know, it's been out of season. It's been seasons, you know, it's out of style. And she's I like, thought that was hilarious. No, no, but here, no, I'm not done yet. And she's like, you know, classic, you know, real style oh, never goes out yeah, of fashion. Yeah, yeah. She shows up she's wearing. in the <laughs> ugliest. Ugliest outfit ever and i'm that's why i'm like is this on purpose i i think that's the thing is i'm reading things and i'm like i can't tell if this is on purpose or not right or like are they is there like a tongue-in-cheek is there a tongue-in-cheek where she she showed avenger like i wish there was another line being like what are you wearing like i wish someone like when she showed up at the morgue the the like you know the the soldier was like what are you wearing? Like I needed looks, a little bit she more. She looks so matronly. Yeah. I wanted a little bit more. Cause right now it was like, yeah. no, that was supposed to look cool, but it did not. No, the artist um, did not. I mean, the artist like should have consulted a fashion designer. Yeah. 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 But then, so whirlwind is killed. The other five who were killed, wake up. They're not dead, but then whirlwind wakes up, but he's no longer whirlwind. He's now, Someone calling himself Victor Shade, which was the Vision's old, um, with all of the Vision's powers. Yeah, and he has the Vision's powers. And shot through the head, it wasn't exactly a bullet; it was a thing that kind of cut a diamond shape out in his forehead. So, whoever this Victor Shade, who has now entered Whirlwind's body mysteriously, is just giving powers of the Vision and look of the Vision. But yeah. like human. Well, but it seems like clearly they were saying something about a speedster, but I thought it was just somebody is in a small, like a shrunk down ship and it's just shooting through their head. That's yeah, why it's probably. not like a bullet. Yeah. I think that's how it is. Yes. But I was confused where then he was like, oh, um, Janet Van Dyme's connected to this. I don't want her involved. Uh, just raise them back from the dead. I was like, what? I don't understand how they were all then like, oh, turn it off. And now they're alive. I was confused about how It'll that works. It'll be explained, worked. yeah. But um, yeah. But uh, yeah, I also um, it was weird that the the Vision character doesn't have any of the Vision's memories. It seems like. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it's Vision. Yeah, I that's what. It, but but why does it have the Vision's powers? Yeah, I it might be. Where have, did, might have been created by Hank Pym? Where did the because Jarvis is a person in these comics. And I'm just thinking of the movies where Jarvis became Ultron. Isn't that what happened? No, no. Ultron um, became vision. What, how was the, wasn't Jarvis AI? Jarvis wasn't the became AI? vision. Yeah. Jarvis became vision. Jarvis is now a person, a faggot, apparently in this comic. Um, Wait, I'm so sorry. Are you not familiar with Jarvis the Butler from Avengers Comics? No, 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 I am. I am. It's making me, though, forget where did Vision come from? I know they originally based some of it on Wonder Man, like the personality. But where did he originally get created? Was he just built by Hank Pym? Just from scratch? I think so. Or was it? No, he was built by Ultron. Oh, he was built by Ultron. Okay, got it, got it, got it, got it, got it. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well. Yeah. And then yeah, Jarvis is definitely like it was a, that that like dropping the no costumes, Jen, 
and then Jarvis dropping the tray. No costumes for the wasp. I know. I just imagine his voice. He's doing that like, oh my god, oh my goodness. Oh, Jarvis is a real person in the MCU. Also, Agent Carter. That's her partner. He was Howard Stark's butler. Was that played by what's his nuts too? Played by that actor. Did he have the same voice? Agent Carter. No, I didn't watch any of that shit. You didn't watch Agent Carter? I didn't like Agent Carter. I didn't have power. It was so good. There's no magic or anything. It so was like, like moonlighting. Yeah. I didn't I didn't get Anyway, into it. Jarvis the Butler, Howard Stark's Butler, is is the male lead of Moonlighting. Agent I'm not familiar with I was too young for that. I'm not familiar. Um, girl, you weren't too young for that. Shut up. <laughs> I watched it. Shut up. Of and course I, I watched loved it. I loved Moonlighting. You should you should watch Moonlighting. You'll love it. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's really cor- quirky. Shut up. I watched every goddamn episode of Moonlighting. Oh, okay. Thank God. I was like, wait, what? That's how I first learned about Angeline because she was in the opening credits. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Holy shit. And that's when I first was like, I'd let Bruce Willis fuck the shit out of me. Oh, yeah. So hot. Um, Remember the one with the woman with the black veil because she had acid burned on her face? Oh, Yeah. And remember there was when they first kissed right before they kissed, she went bastard and he went bitch. And everyone was like, (gasps) and it was the first time those two words were said on network TV. Yeah. Oh, and and I remember the final episode was the same night as the final episode of family ties. And I was the only one in America who watched moonlighting. (laughs) Sha la la la. Sha la la la. Um, All right. Werewolf by night. This was cute. See now, that, now I'm fun. back on board. This this felt like yeah. yes. This was super fun. So this was two protagonists. One is Jack Russell, the werewolf by night. Still cannot believe his name is Jack Russell, and the other is Elsa Bloodstone. Both converging on the same spooky castle because this fucked up sorceress vampire looking wizard dude has kidnapped a girl for some ritual. And the one thing I like, and then they, they, the cool thing is it's told with both from both of their perspectives and it keeps alternating back and forth. And the, the going back and forth from each of their inner thoughts is where a lot of the comedy is. Yeah. A lot you of know, this is inner where, monologue. Yeah. Where it's inner monologue. Yeah. They see each other and they clearly have a past and you know, and he's oh, like, yeah. Oh my God, that's her. I could have loved her. Maybe I could have loved her in another time. And then it just cuts to her and she's like, he smells like a dog. Like it's like really, really cute. It was really cute. And Um, in fact, like there's one part where he growls. He's like, when I see that necromantic, he's mine, girl. And she says to herself, down, girl. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. She's like so into it. They're fighting. And I love where they're just like, hey, this guy, he's like a fucking loser. So clearly he's not going to kill her till the stroke of midnight because that's how they are. But they get show up in the girl's dad. And he's like, oh, no, 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 no. The the, Oh, I killed her. That was the early part. The stroke of midnight is this other part. And they're like, oh, well, fuck. (laughs) So I also like that she was dead. It was very end of Watchmen. Like, whoops. Oh, no, it happened 20 minutes ago. Yeah. (laughs) I also love that the art is black and white. It's told like a black and white movie, much like Werewolf by Night on television, except Elsa. Elsa is always in color. And they even have a thing if she's like, I'm not one to hide in the shadows. Look at me. I've got bright orange hair. I wear orange. Like I like them to see that I'm coming, which is a very moon night thing, which is why yeah. he wears white. Um, but just the art too is just in on the joke. Yeah. I, uh, I, but I, the, the disappointing thing is that it's one issue. Yeah. Yeah. This was actually, something where I'm like, no, I want, I want more of this. I want more of this. They do a color ending much like, um, werewolf by night did on tv yeah where he looks like jesus when he's not a werewolf yeah he's not a werewolf and his hair is really long his beard's really long and she's like i'm so not attracted to this (laughs) she's like i'll see ya (laughs) it's good to read an elsa bloodstone story you know you're like all right yeah no she is like our type of character yeah remember that the marvel uh switch game that we played together back in the day yeah i loved being elsa yes was that marvel ultimate alliance yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i looked loved at it recently elsa. i saw my friends saw it and were like let's open it up and there's like all of these new like levels they added to it oh really but but the problem was 
is it was just too hard to level up. Yeah. Like it was like, oh, oh yeah. to get to here, yeah. you need to be to level like 200. I'm like, bitch, I'm at yeah. like 60. You're like, I just, I'm doing the math. Like it's not even possible. Yeah. Yeah. So it was like, I don't, I guess people are just way better at this game than I am. Good God. Anyway, it was a great book. So great book. Good stuff. Spooky yeah. seasons right around the corner. Yay. Spooky, spooky. Um, something's right around the corner, but something just ended. Yeah. And will it Hit come that back? Music. And will it come back? I Hit better. it. Hit that music. I always feel like I'm watching a comic movie or TV. Harley Quinn season Harley Quinn season four. four came to an end, came to an end and set up a season five, which we don't know if we will get or not, but we are getting a spinoff. We're getting a spinoff of Kite Man. Kite Man which is getting his own show on the Max, which looks in the spirit of Harley Quinn. It's going to be great. Um, I do feel it would be weird to make a show of Kite Man without having another season of Harley Quinn. Right. Right, right. But, you know, who knows? Uh, But it looks like Harley Quinn, um, in the end, uh, they kind of literally blow everything up. They even blow up the moon, but Superman puts puts it back back together. together. (laughs) Um, And then uh, Lex Luthor is kidnapped into a different dimension by that character from the earlier episode. Steppenwolf. Steppenwolf. And and that's where Harley realized, like, oh, I'm not a good guy. I'm not a bad guy. I'm just an outcast. And I kind of play by my own rules. And I think yeah. Poison Ivy was like, you know what? I'm kind of the same thing. Because same. all of these evil guys aren't doing what I want to do. And so they're like, let's start up. And also at the end, uh, Batgirl got shot. And then, oh, what happened? Yes. She didn't die. She's paralyzed. Hello, Oracle. Yeah. Hello. Yeah, I mean, she even does like a number of computer hack jobs. Like she dives right into the Oracle persona in this episode. So basically what they've set up in the next season is Gotham City Sirens, where they've got, they even, they even tried bird, calling it Birds of Prey, where Catwoman, Ivy, um, Harley, and, and Oracle. Oracle will be involved, um, are going to try to find Nightwing, who was resurrected by Talia al Ghul and Damian Wayne. Yeah. So, but this, this saw what happened here. So Joker is back to being Joker. He's no longer a good mayor. But what did, what did she do? Well, she basically kidnapped him and was like going to kill him, but she had him on a leash, but then they didn't kind of, what did she do with him? Did she just let him go? Yeah, Where did he wind up? Yeah. We didn't see like what happened to him after that, but they tore down the status quo. They, so you know, basically their whole thesis statement at the end was, um, you cannot change the system from within the system. So Harley quits the Bat family. Poison Ivy quits the Legion of Doom. Oh, Batman and, uh, leaves leaves uh, jail. Batman, he gets out of um, right Arkham, as or, right yeah, as Alfred jail, comes in. Right as Alfred's coming in, and Bruce does it by like, "Hey, tell the warden that his daughter just got into so and so university." Oh my god! Oh, he's free. Um. Yeah. So it was just a lot of. Uh, kind of resetting but yet opening up new things at the end was there was gotham city sirens an actual comic yeah yeah who, it's who, gotham who city sirens it? is catwoman poison ivy and harley oh okay and it's birds of, of prey whose birds, birds of prey has got like a rotating it's got like a rotating but it was cast. uh black oracle Canaries, black canary always, it's always black canary and oracle um yeah i like who else is on birds of prey um like why I want to say katana, <laughs> like I don't know, but it's it's got different. Was Harley Quinn in the, ever in the comic of Birds of Prey? Yeah. Oh yeah, big time. Okay, I didn't know if that was just like for the movie. Yeah, like for the movie. No, I think she was part of the the comics cast as well. But they even say when they're naming themselves the Gotham City Sirens. I think Batgirl's like, what about the birds of prey? No. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, like still so fun. I want this show to never end. I love that it's spinning out a kite man offshoot. Who does the voice of kite man? I wonder it's probably someone really good. Uh, Let's look it up. Um, 
it looks like uh wait it has two people oh no wait harley quinn matt oberg oh 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 what is oh he's if you look up what he looks like he's like a guest star in every sitcom you've ever seen oh okay um birds of prey i'm looking up some we've had huntress on birds of prey we've had hawk and dove on birds of. Birds but there of was Catwoman as well yep yeah so it could have been birds of prey but you know whatever I, that's what i thought i said to myself when they were doing it i'm like oh are they setting up birds of prey and they were like well no close <laughs> oh matt oh i've met matt oberg Oh, really? I've met him at an improv comedy festival oh, in DC. Nice. Yeah. yeah, that guy. He was really hot back in the day. All right. Great. Great. great I think great. we covered it. I there is a new show coming out in a couple weeks that we're going to start covering. Are you aware of it? Yes, but I want to make sure you're aware of it. Are we talking about the same show? Of course we are. Let's say it at the same time. Wait, One, hold on. Wait, 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 hold on. I'm like, wait, what's the full name of it? Um, okay, now I know. Okay, got it. Ready? Yes. One, two, three. Gen V. Gen V. <laughs> Did you not know it? No. Oh, you do not know what that is? Is that the boys? The boys spinoff. Spin yeah, it premieres in a couple weeks. Yeah. It's basically X-Men. It's like in the school, yep. except all murder. Yeah, but it's going to be gory. Yeah, that'll be fun. That comes out in a few weeks. Um, did you see that? Who is the um, the female character in Invincible? Adam Eve. Adam Eve. Did you see the animated one shot they did on Amazon of Adam Eve? No, I'm going to wait until the new season comes out, and then I'll just watch it right before. It's got one of the best animated superhero fights I've ever seen. Oh, really? Yeah, it's incredible. But did you even watch the first season of Invincible? Yeah. Oh, okay. I did. Uh, they're taking a long time to have that uh, come back. Did you sure. have, but you never read the comic? No, I did not. Uh, the comic is one of, one of the best comics ever made from beginning to end. One of the best comics ever made. One of the greats. Um, okay. You know who else is one of the greats? Who? You. Me? Oh. Yes. And you, listeners. But not you, Brett. No, I'm just kidding. Not me. So close. <laughs> um, everybody, thank you so much for listening. We got a lot thank more you. stuff to cover in the coming we weeks do. and months and whenever. Um, we're getting into spooky season. Hey, if there's anything spooky or scary or fun, uh, let us know because we're going to cover that too. Um, October is just around the cover, cover corner, burr, and mm, just I just around the coven. And I just want to let you know if you like Halloween and you like comics, ugh, yep. Well, I hate to break it to you, but that makes you queer. queer. Bye. Bye. Bye.